0: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another podcast. Thanks for clicking on this podcast and hanging out with me for a little bit. If you hear some background noise similar to the last podcast, I'm actually uh, heading back home. But what's nice is I've got some time to chat a couple th- chat about a couple things that happened this week, and then also some of the points that uh, kind of highlighted itself. Um, I think this is a really good topic to discuss, especially on the weight loss journey. Um, I guess I'll kind of get into what happened the past couple days, and then we'll get. kind of into the point that came about from it. Uh, So the past two days have actually been down here in the LA area, uh, been putting together a uh, program with the Fit app. And now the Fit app was the company that reached out uh, similarly to the last podcast where I mentioned a company reached out. Right around the same time this company reached out, and I was skeptical because what happens in the... guess Instagram or influencing community is oftentimes someone wants to utilize a brand utilize a person for what they've done and it's almost like they're a placeholder and that's something I'm very protective of if you notice on my Instagram I'm very careful when it comes to giveaways when it comes to sponsorships Uh, I'm very hesitant because I come from and this is kind of my this is where I come from I was the 534 pound uh, industry guinea pig. So if the industry said something, if the industry led, uh, you know, a campaign a certain way, I followed for it or, or I fell for it. So when somebody puts protein pancakes and, well, I need to focus on protein. I was the one to get the protein pancakes without actually looking at the label. So I know what it's like coming from being overweight. And I think that's really the story to tell is that I have the understanding of what it feels to be, you know, obese and and overweight and feeling like it's impossible. I have that stance. And so when it comes to any kind of company, any kind of reach out, any kind of, Hey, we'd love to talk to you about our product or work with you and we love your community yeah there's almost like the token sayings that are out there and so i got reached out and there wasn't a token saying with this company there was you know a long kind of detailed explanation on what they've experienced with me and how they and what they want to do working with me and so my Initial thought was, hey, I'm a placeholder for this. I'm a placeholder because I've shared my journey, and I've put it online, and I've been able to impact uh, folks' lives along the way, and it's been very, um, it's been very rewarding because I've been able to share, and I'm interacting with folks that are actively going through the process that I went through, and working through the maintenance because a lot of folks have reached their goal and are working on the maintenance side of things with me, and so I'm. Walking into this thinking I'm a placeholder. And can I just tell you from experience and what I just experienced the past couple days? It was the WOTDs that you see on my Instagram where it's a workout of the day. There was no rhyme or reason. In fact, a lot of people don't call it WOTD. It's usually WOD or workout of the day. For me, it makes it a little bit easier for me to add the T because if I were to read it, it'd be like, what? WOD? Like, Wood, would of, of day? What Am I supposed to grab wood? Do I need any wood to lose weight? Um, I, honestly, that's how I would approach it. So, I went into documenting workouts with, hey, this could potentially be something for somebody, this form of a workout. You know, I wasn't a personal trainer, haven't been a personal trainer. I was 500 pounds, there was nothing in the personal trainer arena that I was trying to get anywhere near. So when I lost the weight, it wasn't like I've all of a sudden now come to a point of getting everything that a personal trainer gets, but this is my journey of losing weight. And so all those documentations of workouts of the day was something that I was actively documenting and putting together with the program. And there was a certified personal trainer there working with me and working together a foundational functional program that anybody at any weight can begin their journey of exercise and movement and mobility, uh, stretches, all kinds of things. And so that's part of what I was doing. But then also the biggest part of my Instagram and the biggest thing that I try to convey, and well, this kind of goes into a bigger story that, that I'll get into, but really my big story is the mental health side. Like listen, I've been on every diet that you can think of. I've been successful before. I've lost over a hundred pounds with just simple portion control. I've lost 75 pounds on, um, 75 pounds was on Atkins. I lost 60 pounds on HCG. Again and again, I've lost weight and gained it back. And this time I lost weight. And the biggest I I guess speak to. I couldn't hear what you said. I'm Siri, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the podcast. This is real life. Um, I am speaking to the mental health side of things. I'm speaking to the, um, the things that really determine the success. So this time when I lost weight, I'm really working on the maintenance. And I've been able to see a success on the maintenance side because of principles that I've been sharing on Instagram. You know, a lot of what I share and I kind of... I come to terms that I don't want to just be a motivational account. Like I understand sharing my life is a part of the journey in that I have to process life as it comes and how I process life and sharing that is a way to convey a possibility of getting through say the struggle or things that you're going through. And so the mental side of things has been a very focal point for me. I haven't shared any shirtless photos and that's for a purpose. Uh, My purpose behind that is Oftentimes when a shirtless photo is shared, the attention on that is crazy. And the conversation goes to the, well, how do you know that person? Like you have to think, well, how do you know that person? Like if somebody were to mention me, somebody were to mention another influence or somebody else in the community, what would they know that person for? And for me on the journey, it's been very important for me to, I guess, control the narrative, control how, hey, have you heard of Dusty? oh yeah, Dusty, he's blank, or he shares about blank. And for me, my worry and concern was, oh, that's the guy with loose skin. Oh, that's the guy uh, with the shirtless photos. Like when it's physically based, that's where the conversation of mental health goes out the window. And if my I guess purpose in all this is to motivate for sustainable and maintain maintainable weight loss. It, the conversation has to be more about the mental health side than anything physical. Um, now, the physical side, the shirtless photos, all of that is coming. It's not like, oh, well, I'm never going to do it because I never want the conversation to be on it. But I've wanted my journey to go similar to how it's going with the Fit app in the sense that, you know, I have come from 500 pounds can't tie my shoes, can't do your basic necessities, to you know being considered an athlete for an app. The process, that trans, um, the transformation to that, the just everything that's entailed in making that transformation. I, I've, I love how that's documented. I love how that's shown because that shows that anything's possible. Anything's possible. As long as you're willing to put in the work, as long as you're willing to be consistent and patient, anything is possible. What you think will never happen could potentially happen. You just gotta put in the work. And so me sharing my shirtless photo, I really think it's gonna be an opportunity for me to do it documentary style. I would really love to document the beginning of me sharing the shirtless side You know, hey, this is where my shirtless photos are or this is where my skin is landing. This is how my skin looks versus the very first day and where it is now. I've got photos of me uh, shirtless from the very first day, the first week, the first month, second month, third month. So you see an active, I guess, transformation of how my skin and how my body transforms. And so sharing that is going to be very informative. I've thought about doing a webinar and doing it. I've thought about... Um, There's any number of things. But for me, providing the most education on that side of it is important to me. So the documentary style would be, hey, this is what my skin looked like. This is where my skin is now. And here's the process of me working to get rid of it. You know, documenting the doctor's visits, the plastic surgeon visits, you know, what they plan on doing, how they're going to mark me up maybe even getting a couple different opinions from different plastic surgeons on how I'm supposed to recover, what they think is gonna look best. Uh, The best way that I can explain it is some doctors are saying I need a 360 and a chest lift. Some doctors are saying I need an upside down T and a chest to armpit lift. So what that means is 360 is you're pretty much cutting a 360 circle around and you are pulling the skin up, pulling the skin down, tightening it and hope it looks as best as it can. Um, Now the other side of it is kind of closing a curtain. You would go from hip to hip and then right up the middle. Right up the middle they would close, they, they would almost cut off a portion of what they would be closing in like a curtain, but I would have a large scar down the middle. Now, I could potentially be a little bit tighter with the loose skin if I did an upside down T, but I'm gonna have a scar right down the middle. And how is that gonna look? I know every plastic surgeon isn't perfect and how the procedure's gonna go isn't gonna be perfect, so what am I willing to to work with? And then in regards to the chest lift, one is just talking about cutting from one side to the other, making a straight line. The other one's talking about going into my armpit area, cutting a certain way so that it's, cut this way and cut that way so there's a whole bunch that can be done and so documenting that entire process I think is what's next Uh, I think this was a a really kind of monumental moment of moving into this space and you know moving into this space this is really kind of solidified that I have a voice in this community of motivation and I enjoy it I man and I think I said it on the last podcast getting a, a message saying hey I've been really struggling lately with my exercise or diet program, but I woke up this morning saying find a way, and I've been saying that, and that's motivated me to keep going. That's crazy. That's that's absolutely nuts. So I feel that I have a space in that, and documenting the journey in a way that can be encouraging and share that it's possible is where I land as far as what is my voice in all this. And I think my voice in all this is providing a practical and sustainable answer to had to lose weight and keep it off because going through the anguish of being my top weight, I wish that on nobody. Going through the anguish of losing and then gaining back, and then having that pit in your stomach of all that work I did was worth nothing because I just gained it back. Like speaking to that uh, and providing encouragement that you know, hey, there could be some bounce back, but. It's controlling that bounce back and keeping your sustainability and maintenance in line so that you don't gain all your weight back, that you learn the principles to keep it off. And so a lot of what I've been sharing and the big reason I came down to LA is that this company grabbed onto it and said, we or we like what you're bringing to the table. So bring that to the table in an organized program and we'd love to put it together for you. Or oh, what? Like I, again, I go into it thinking I'm a placeholder, but it's no, hey, this is... We like what you've got, but we need to better structure it and organize it for you. Okay, so what are my talking points? Well, their ask of me is, what are your talking points? Um, well, I believe that all of these are important. This is what it's, uh, what's allowed me to be successful. This is why I'm here today, and this is kind of what I've learned along the way to help. Okay, great. That's your talking points. Well, uh, but do you have... So it's my talking points. And so this program that I'm uh, working with uh, them to put together is pretty much an all-inclusive, all-engaging, dusty process of attacking the physical, mental, nutritional side of things and all in kind of this structured program. So it feels good to have something that I can feel comfortable talking about. And I, I just, I don't know if it's just me and maybe others feel like this, but I just get really uncomfortable with selling, if I'm honest. Any kind of selling, I just get a real used car salesman feel, and like, blech. And listen, if you're a used car salesman, that's not bad. (laughs) If you're a car salesman, that's not bad. But like the, hey, I'll do anything for your business and I'll take advantage of you type of style. Selling cars is all good. Um, I I have a, kind of a portion in car selling before. So to diminish that or say anything negative against that is saying something negative against me. So just want to be clear that when I say that old used car salesman, it's the, I want to take advantage of you as soon as you step on the lot. And I, I just, I fundamentally, and it's who I've always grown up to be, I get very uncomfortable with that. I get very uncomfortable with selling or talking about something that I'm just not... Ugh. And honestly, when I started my journey on Instagram, when I started sharing my journey and there were companies beginning to reach out, there was one of them that they had said, hey, we'll send you this and uh, we'll send you this. And, you know, if you could just talk about it, we'll, we'll send it to you for free if you talk about it. And I never ended up talking about it because I was so uncomfortable with how boo-boo this product was. Like, you, you I can't talk about this. I, I... Like I said yes to the product because it was offering something free. But then when I got it, I legitimately said to myself, I can't say this to anybody. (laughs) This is, this is detrimental and against everything I know and believe. Like there's no way, there's just no way. So um, to be honest with you, I don't think that that ever worked out negatively in the sense that I received it. I never actually did a story on it. I never actually did a post about it and they've never asked about it. So I think I'm in the clear, but getting back to the point, I just, I feel uncomfortable selling. I just, I don't. So whenever I am I guess quote unquote selling something or whenever I'm promoting something or talking about something, it comes from a point that it makes sense for me to talk about this. It's not out of line. If you've been following me for a while, you know that if I get on the Instagram stories or a post and start talking about how much I love Quest Bar and I love Detox Teas, I mean, you can report me to whoever can get reported to to report me for being that like I've shared what I don't like adamantly and what I'm not about. And so if you start seeing me or hearing me speak from that, it, it that's just not me. So whenever I share something, it's something that's me. So here's a great example. I realistically started my journey with just walking. That's it. That's all like walking. I went two laps and that was it for the day. Like what? That's it. But you've got to lose weight. You've got to go 500 laps and you've got to eat nothing and eat salad. Nope. Just two laps today. Again, the next day, just two laps. Next day after that, let me try three. Uh, nope, Matt's two and a half. Can't do three. It, it, every single day. So when I do something like a step bed, that makes a lot of sense. Because if someone's starting the journey and it's a step-based, walking-based challenge, hey, I started the journey walking. And so join me on a step bed. I'm still walking today. If you're starting your journey, start with walking and join the step-bed. Boom. Easy. Easy to talk about. Easy to uh, quote-unquote promote. Easy to uh, share about because it's me. I mean, that that's so nice. And you see, and I, I don't know if you've seen, if you've been on social media in a way where you've seen someone sell something that just doesn't feel organic. It doesn't feel natural. It feels like, okay, what did they send you or what did they give you to say this? you can feel those. I feel like I can feel them. Like I feel like as soon as I see it, I'm like, all right. Yeah. I, I don't like this feeling at all. Um, so, you know, coming from that position, what I'm putting together and working with this app on is something that I can so easily talk about. Like it's, it's easy for me to mention the process because it's me. It's what I realistically faced. It's what I battled. It's, Essentially, me kind of bundled into a program that helps convey the mental side, the nutritional side, and the physical side, and how to bring all those together to work on being successful sustainably and maintaining that success long term. I mean, it's um, it's awesome, and you know, the kind of the second point that I wanted to chat about is in regards to something that was mentioned during it, and you know, there were a bunch of highlights from there that. Really illuminated in my mind the importance of certain things on the journey. But one thing that um, Adam and he's a uh, he's big in calisthenics. He's got uh, I mean a fantastic following of his not only workouts his calisthenic work um, his just all, all the stuff that he's done. He's been around for quite a while to where we were chatting and, and he's the kind of person that would get stopped at an airport because so many people recognize him. So you know working directly with him and kind of his visionary mind of. Expanse and how he sees things really opened up my mind. And you know, one topic that he talked about was the expenditure of energy. That in anything that we do, we're expending energy. We're breathing, we're talking to our friends, talking to our families, we're working, going to work, working out, going to the gym. Uh, We are spending time with our family, we're carrying our daughter, walking with our daughter, son, we're playing with our kids, playing with our nephews. Everything that we're doing we're expending some sort of energy. And so the importance of what you're feeding yourself is vital on how you're actually living life. Like, you are destined to live an amazing life, but sometimes things that we either consume or the lifestyle that we live prevents us from truly embracing the best life that we can live. And so nutrition is so important. What we're putting in our mouths is so important because that ultimately leads to what kind of expenditure of energy. So if we're eating good, we're going to have some good expenditure. If we're eating bad, we're going to have bad expenditure. Or We're, we're going to be working out of a bad place. When we eat good, we're going to be eating out of a good place. Now that brought me to kind of the next point of when you're trying, like one of the number one things when I get a message about, you know, how do you start? How do you be successful? I always start with the, um, the tagline or the starting line of, you know, tracking is huge uh, in regards to if you know where you are and you know where you need to be then um, you're going to position yourself for success. If you have no idea where you are, you don't know how to set yourself up to know where to be. So understand how many calories you can have in a day. Understand what you're um, doing to be successful. So plan, you know, plan ahead of time, track. And so a part of that tracking, a part of that... Um, understanding how to start is, hey, I've got 2,500 calories. Uh, Okay, great. 2,500 calories of Twinkies. Shout out to Twinkies. I know there's not going to be any future sponsorship from you because I just downgraded your brand. But (laughs) if I have 2,500 calories of Twinkies and then 2,500 calories of good, you know, good food, we're talking about whole foods, we're talking about minimally processed, um, you know, you know where it's coming from, uh, it's good nutritional food. Uh, we're talking about eggs or, um, your vegetables, your fruits, your meats, your fish, you know, all of this this stuff in a very nutritious way. It's going to be very different. 2,000 calories of Twinkies and 2,000 calories of good whole foods. And so you're gonna give expenditure either way. Do you want to give an expenditure from a position point of having Twinkies all day? Because you're gonna feel a lot different than you know giving an expenditure from a position of um, you know Whole Foods, good foods, and foods that you enjoy. And so that I really grabbed onto that. That whatever I'm doing, I mean, I'm talking on this podcast from a position of expenditure. I'm using energy that at some point I consumed. Whether that was good energy or bad energy or, or, you know, wherever that is coming from, I don't know. It depends on what I ate. Did I go to town on some mangoes? Or was it more of a uh, (laughs) a whole foods? I'm treating mangoes like they're bad, but um, they're really not. Mangoes are fantastic. Uh, Side quote, I wish I had mangoes with me. Uh, In fact, the gas station that I just went to Highly offended me with their presentation of mangoes. Like, you don't need to put sugar on mangoes, they have sugar. Like, you don't need to coat it in sugar, it's already sugared. Like, I don't know, makes me upset. Um, but I mean, there's probably a great example you can fill yourself with the candied mango at the gas station, and I don't know anything. Uh, Like, I'm not going to say I don't know anything good at a gas station, but you're probably going to get in trouble with something at a gas station. That stuff has to sit on the shelf for weeks. So that highly processed stuff is oftentimes going to be a a setback. It's not to say I haven't found something there, but I I am very mindful when going to a gas station that I'm not going to find the best quality stuff. But, you know, in regards to energy expenditure, I, I can get two different mangoes that, excuse me, candied mangoes with sugar added to it, syrup all kinds of stuff added to it or i can just go with a organic dry rod raw mango there's going to be two different expenditures there there's going to be two different uh it could be the same amount of calories you can get a smaller portion of the candied one and get a larger amount of the regular mangoes match them up calorie wise and you're going to feel different when you consume them so paying attention to expenditure of energy is important realizing that what you're feeding your body now is preparing you for whatever you're going to do in the future and taking care of yourself in a way that that is complimentary. Um, Now, big thing about kind of this whole journey is there's constantly going to be quotes and this is what you should do, Uh, excuse me, This is what you should do, this is what you uh, should put together. There are going to be so many tips, tricks and everything in between But there are going to be off days. And I think kind of the last point uh, of this is, your off days, you've gotta be okay with them. You've gotta be okay with, man, I don't have it all together today. I don't know what I'm doing. I've been on this journey for a year or two years and I still don't know what I'm doing. You've gotta give yourself grace during that time to know that those days are completely normal. Uh, I've had more days than I can count on a million fingers—that's a lot of fingers. Um, I, I've had more time. I've had so many more. or How, how do I word this? I've had so. Oof, this is rough. There has been so many times where I haven't known what to do, and that's five years into this journey. At some point, I'm like, w- "Wait, what do I? How do I put a meal together?" Or, I, I mean, a lot of this stuff. At some, at times, it's very difficult to remember all that you've retained, and so. If you find yourself off for a week, two weeks, a month, you know whatever it is, be mindful of that. Be mindful that it's okay to take a break if it's going to help your overall mental health. But don't for a minute think that that's the give-up portion. Uh, it's not to say you know dive into everything that's going to harm your journey. But you know if you step off for a couple of days and take a breath and say you know what this is, this is pretty taxing on me and I really need to take a breath and reevaluate. Then do it do it. If it's good for you, it's good for you. Do it. It's so big why I talk about journaling and writing down your journey, documenting what's going on. A lot of my journey is documented. And if you, I mean, I talk about journaling and documenting your journey. If you're not documenting your own social media um, because um, you just don't want to, you feel comfortable, but you just don't want to, you've got to do it because it is such an accountability piece. I will go through archives or prior posts and realize that, you know, where I was there is not where I am now, and what I've learned from back then to where I am today has been so informative. So if you aren't sharing your journey online, don't feel comfortable, get a journal. Write down how you're feeling, write down your process. If you are willing to share your journey online, do it. I'm, I'm from experience, do it. Because I was looking at a video from when I was sitting in the car after a workout, and it was an absolute rough day. Like, I remember that day, actually. I always talk about you won't remember the off days. That particular day, I do remember because I was so mentally exhausted. I was so fit. Like, that day, that week was just rough. Like, waking up early, going to the gym, uh, excuse me, um, keeping my nutrition in line. All that stuff was just like, oh, this is too much. You know, when I took the weekend off, it's not like I dove in and binged and and went crazy, but you know what? I didn't pay attention so much to what I ate. Uh, I, you know, went out and enjoyed something that I typically enjoy. It it was almost like, all right, I need to take a moment, take a breath and reset here. I need to really reevaluate. I need to look at, you know, what are my pain points? What are the things that are really bothering me on this portion of the journey? And how do I improve my overall quality of life by not stressing on those so much? I mean, a perfect example is what if you are working out too much? What if you're going to the gym too much and it's so taxing for you to say, you know what, I gotta get my nutrition and I've gotta work out five days a week. It's a long journey that we're on. This is the, this is the long game. So if you need to take a break in between workout days, an additional break, then do it. If it's gonna improve your all mental health, listen, you're not gonna get there any quicker by stressing out working out extra hard because what's gonna happen is that you're gonna stress out, work out extra hard, you might get to your goal weight a little bit sooner, but you're gonna gain that weight back a lot sooner than you expect. If you take a break, you take an assessment, okay, this is too much, I need to adjust, I need to reevaluate. You're talking about setting yourself for the long term. That is a position point. That's like playing chess and almost saying checkmate to I'm going to be uh, be able to sustain this. I'm going to be sustainable long-term on this journey because you're willing to say, you know what? I, I need a break. I need to take two days off from the gym. I'm just not going to work out this week. Take a week off. I'm going to do it because right now I'm feeling overwhelmed with everything and I need to Focus on one thing right now and slowly incorporate the other side of things. So, you know what? I'm gonna focus on my diet this week. I've been so you know pressed to go to the gym for two or three hours and just kill and murder every calorie I can. But you know what? I'm gonna take a break because it's overwhelming. I'm gonna focus on my nutrition and get back into it when I find a better balance. That's perfect. That's thinking about the long-term right there. That's thinking, hey, you know what? I'm gonna be on this same journey of taking care of myself 10 years from now. What is this one week, this one day that I take off, really gonna matter when it comes to the long-term? It's not gonna mean much. So think about how you approach it in a long-term you know, aspect or the long-term aspects. Um, position yourself for success. And there are gonna be so many things that are gonna to try to take you off of your journey, but, gotta find a way. Gotta find a way to, now find a way is, you gotta find a way to work out six days a week and and do nutrition. Nope. Find a way to be sustainable and find a maintenance, a longevity plan that you can stick to. If it's two days at the gym, two days off, and that works for you, do it. You're working out four days a week, boom. They talk about never taking more than three days off uh, for working out. There's the example right there. Two days on, two days off. Not overwhelming, you're going for two days. In fact, when you start, you're saying to yourself, I've only got to go tomorrow. Boom, you've done tomorrow, this is my last day. Ah, I've got two days off. When you talk about going into two days, it's not gonna seem like that much. Can you build from there once you get used to it? That's exactly how I did it. Walking, gym, gym not as much, gym a little bit more, oh, I kind of like this place, okay, I want to come a little bit more, a little bit more, and it leads me to where I am today, it's all about that gradual step up to being a maintainer, that's, that's like, I'm a, like I almost want to uh, get a, uh, get a shirt and uh, get a pathway, almost a road, it goes into a mountain and I'm a maintainer, like a mountaineer, like a mountain, all right, That was a terrible idea brought to you by Dusty. Hi there. I've got terrible ideas and you just heard one. Great. Let's move on. All right. Um, So this week, it was good. It was um, pretty remarkable to be going through something like that. I am heading back home, going to get right back in the swing of things. I really miss the gym. Uh, Like I really miss... The fact that the hotel gym had a variety of three machines that I just was absolutely go to, I was able to go to town with and, and just completely enjoy. Leg press machine, back machine, check. Oh, I miss the open machines. I miss the, the variety of machines. I I miss it more than I can explain. It. And I'm hoping that the gyms open up soon. The gym is uh, actually in LA, were open. And uh, that was actually surprising because LA has been typically on the worser end of everything going on with COVID so they open their gyms a little bit quicker than say my county is so we're still waiting Ah, excuse me we're still waiting on our end for the gyms open so I'm going to still go at it at the garage gym but I am getting pretty tired in there Uh, I want the variety of workouts the variety of machines Um, the, uh, the gym for me is a solace it's a uh It's my fortress of solitude it's where i go to reset and rewind and you know the uh the garage gym is that for me too but it's it i don't know it's different mentally when it's at your house you almost can't sometimes separate yourself from you being in the house to you know you being in the gym so that i think for me that's where the gym provides so much value is that that's it's that fortress of solitude where i can go and re rewire and and, work out the stresses of of everyday life so i'm hoping it opens soon i can get back in the swing of things um i think we'll pretty much wrap up the podcast here um and chat on the next one next one i want to make sure i get my wife on Uh, i want to chat with kind of where we're at and then uh start talking to some folks potentially about coming in on the podcast and sharing their journey sharing kind of what their process was and um and going from there. So um, thank you for listening to this podcast. If you have any questions, anything that uh, you want to reach out about, shoot me a DM on Instagram uh, a couple days uh, for me to get back. I always like to make sure that every end of the episode, I say a special thank you to anyone supporting this podcast. It's really helping us. Um, the 99 cent, 4.99 and 99, 9.99 sponsors are helpful. I know it's something small, uh, but it makes a big impact for us and our families. So just want to say separately before the podcast ends, thank you. Um, I'm going to put together some future topics and go over a few things in the future. And uh, that's it. That's all. Thanks for listening to the Find Way podcast with Dusty. I will see you in the next one. Take care, friends.